service radio. GTFO. My name is Allison Lane. I am Paige Plissner. Ooh, I had to think about that. Yeah, I did. I was reading and eating <laughs> and wishing I had something to drink, which I do. So that was like a lot for me to do. <laughs> <laughs> It tends to be confusing. So today is September 27th, 2018, the year of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is now a Christian it's show. Not that Amen. Year. Um, I just want to thank Jesus for this day. It is dark outside, just like um, my soul. Yep. I was uh, like, heart or soul? <laughs> <laughs> uh, ushering out all the pollen, AKA my haters. Um, I don't go to church, so I'm really bad at this. What are you, what are you trying? To I don't say? know. I was trying to like be really into um, you know are positive you Lord talk. Not yet. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Don't worry about it. I got. Well, she's not really actively working on it. I'll be honest. She had a smoothie, <laughs> um, with no alcohol in it. <laughs> I feel like smoothies with alcohol in it are a waste of time. Isn't, I've done it one time. I didn't like a, it. Daiquiri, the smoothie with alcohol no. in it. No, dude. So then, what's a daiquiri? <laughs> a daiquiri is like, like rum and lime juice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a well, like a strawberry daiquiri. Like, oh, that's a frozen beverage, and that shit you drink at TJ Fridays, um, which I'm not mad at. Man, I don't know what a daiquiri is. A daiquiri. <laughs> <laughs> I guess in New Orleans they have like the frozen daiquiris too, right? Bartender Paige. But you want to call them a smoothie. <laughs> they, they are smoothies. Well, they're not smoothies. They're frozen frozen drinks. Wow, this is really it's blowing like a, my mind. I don't... What's that's the kinda, difference? Okay, so frozen drinks kind of remind me of like Slurpees with alcohol in it. Okay. They're like icier. Yeah. More water-based. Yeah. A smoothie, you, you don't like add There's like solid water. shit in it. There's like... Like bananas. Bananas is the first thing I thought of. Too. Yeah, bananas and kale and peanut butter and shit Ew. like that. Ugh. That sounds delicious, actually. Bananas, p- kale, and peanut butter? I would eat the fuck out of them. I always like kale. Eat a smoothie? <laughs> That's true. Apparently I none of us know what smoothies are. <laughs> <laughs> but we do know you don't eat them. You don't eat them. You slurp them and put them in your body. But you can spoon them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. True. That was great. You can spoon a smoothie. Uh, I'm a spoon a smoothie right now. This show is not all about smoothies. It's no. about oh. um, your soul, <laughs> pop culture and politics, uh, lifestyle, perspectives, all the wonderful things that you want to listen to at 11 o'clock in the morning. Um, if you are feeling like you don't give a fuck about us and you want to let us know directly, please call us here at Full Service Radio, 202-450-1636. Let us know how you feel. You have until 11.45 to do that. Yeah. Um, unless you're Colin, you cannot call again. No. Colin, you, Colin is that's, canceled. That's canceled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, please go to our uh, archives on iTunes. 
uh, search GTFO Radio, or you can go to the website gtforadio.fullserviceradio.org. Yep. It's a lot of radios. It's a lot of radios. Um, you can check out our archives there. Last show was Colin with Colin, um, our first caller ever. And all he had to say was a skidded and that he was stalking us. And that's perfectly fine. Yeah, he said he could see us. Which... And that was a lie. <laughs> we could see the building He that sent we me a in. picture of the building. And I was like, bruh, you crazy. <laughs> you crazy. Um, this week's show is brought to you by... What is it brought to you by? The moon. Uh, yeah. Is it full? It was full yesterday. Mm. Oh, was it? Yeah. Maybe that's why I was so fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Going crazy. Do you guys actually believe that? Because I kind no. of do. I do. I definitely believe that. Fuck, we read horoscopes every day. You know I believe it in the moon. Fucking Are we doing horoscopes out. today? In a second. Of course. We're going to talk about okay. the moon real quick and get oh, into it. We got to transition. We got to get to the sky. Moon, does the moon have a horoscope? Listen, we got to get into the sky. You know, I don't, and then well, talk about the signs. I don't think planets have like what's Earth's horoscope <laughs> for today? Because <laughs> you, know, you have an Earth sign, so why would you have an Earth horoscope? What? I'm this is like the smoothie conversation. I just don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> How about we get into our horoscopes? Yeah. You got that sexy music, Jack? <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 oh, sorry. I thought I, that was actually in the song. I mean, it was. I, it was a joke. I'm sorry. Here's okay. the real music. This is better. I really need this right now. Okay, guys. So it's time to get into your daily horoscopes for September 27th, 2018. Uh, it's not going to be all of you. It's going to be the ones that matter. Yeah. Starting with the white man first, the one who is the most important to all of us <laughs> on this earth, Jack Inslee. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, a.k.a. Jack Inslee. Oh, um he is an Aquarius. I have it. Yeah? Get to it. <laughs> the moon enters Taurus this morning, Aquarius. You are going to wake up hungover. <laughs> <laughs> you might be a little late for work, but don't worry. <laughs> All is forgiven. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Lighting up the home and family sector of your chart. <laughs> However, it's unlikely you'll stay in this evening since a very exciting invitation comes your way. Uh, Jack will be in this building later. Oh yeah, we will. And we're going to be drunk as shit. Wait, why? Just don't worry about it. We'll tell you later. It's an exciting invitation. (laughs) Really? Yeah. (laughs) Do you want to hit me with that Aries? Oh, fuck. Yes. I'm an Aries. Fire sign, if you will. Moon is still entering Taurus today. Mm, yummy. Finding you, reflecting on issues concerning money, mm. and on an emotional level, your sense of self worth. I actually talked to my therapist about this. <laughs> you have plenty of energy and confidence this evening. Thanks to the sun connecting with your ruling planet Mars, your social life is busy. Ooh. That's that's accurate. Uh, I probably should buy a new bra for that. Or just don't wear one. Or don't wear one. Yeah. Okay. Taurus? Yes. Yes. Okay. The moon enters your sign today, Taurus. 
Things settled down after some pr- surprises this morning and tonight. You're especially energized to tackle your issues at work. And then treat yourself to something indulgent. Accurate. Accurate. Yeah, you want to know what my uh, surprise this morning was? What? Fucking toilet overflowed. <laughs> That's very surprising. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> fucking son. That, that, is, that is quite the surprise. Um, I really feel... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I really feel like we should give Dottie a sign. Uh, I feel like she's a Leo. When's Leo? She was born in like the summer. Yeah, yeah that's the summer. It's good. Yeah, so the tension. Leo's an attention sign. Leo's an attention sign. Okay, Leo. Yes. Now Dottie's Leo. a Leo. Uh, the moon enters Taurus this morning, lighting up the fame and fortune sector of your chart, Leo. It's an action-packed evening in your social life and with your partnerships. Exciting communication takes place. You're gonna sniff the best butt this evening. <laughs> you win. All right, guys, that was all of the horoscopes right, that matter. Guys, that was all, of the horoscopes all right, that matter. guys, that was. Thank you. <laughs> the fucking echo. Uh, I feel so much better. Do you guys feel better? Do you feel focused? Do we feel like we have a purpose? I just don't know what what's going on tonight. Um, we do, so don't fucking worry about it. It's here. No. Oh. Here yeah. is relative. Here, there, wherever you want to be, you know? As long as it's not the, uh, never mind. Say it. <laughs> as long as it's not the <laughs> hotel. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Don't shit where you eat, you know? Uh, so. <laughs> Don't uh, shit in an overflowed toilet don't do that either yeah i didn't even do that mess okay i don't know where it came from but i flushed the toilet and then it went (laughs) (laughs) just (laughs) spilled everywhere (laughs) i was like (laughs) i was cleaning it up and i was yelling i didn't even do this shit (laughs) 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 this is feeling real passive aggressive Um, I'm sorry that happened to you this morning. That is quite surprising. It's okay. I mean, that's also what comes with homeownership. You're just like, well, living and anywhere. just living where toilets are. Yeah, I guess. It's like you buy a house and the toilet overflows. No, Shut happens the fuck in up, rentals. Jack. You were Come drunk. On. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're drunk. <laughs> you're drunk. <laughs> All right, and I also have an affirmation for this morning. Oh, okay. Oh my god. Let's do it. No way. Oh, yeah, we're getting organized. Shit. That's great. An affirmation this morning. And I also thought about the song. We don't have to do it today, but I think in the future, just think about this. You're both DJs, and I think this is appropriate. I got problems. Tis my pain away. I got problems. Tis my pain away. Whoa. Woo. Okay. So, it's a really good song. It's a great song, and I think it's a great affirmation song. You kind of wake up and you dance your fucking pains away. It's almost a fucking gospel. So, today's affirmation is it's okay to be alone. Yes. I yeah. think, yeah. I feel like, so here is my personal anecdote and how I got to this. I have been spending a lot of time out uh, just doing the most for other people. And last week's, uh, 
affirmation was boundaries. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, I was like, okay, you can set boundaries, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you are taking the time to be with yourself. Okay. So you need to like, you can set boundaries, but you can still be in spaces where you're being influenced by other people and all this other shit. So I can't say that everybody has the ability to, you know, take off work or, you know, do what they got to do, you know, to be by yourself. But it is imperative to your health to sit by yourself for a little bit and think about what you need and focus on you and check in with yourself uh, to be a productive, healthy, uh, contributing member of society. Yeah. I mean, it's not just that. It's like on top of all that, I guess is if you are alone and want to be in a relationship, you're the only way you're going to be in a good, healthy relationship is if you love yourself first. Absolutely. Otherwise, like, why the fuck would anyone love you if you don't even love yourself? As RuPaul says. It's like poor advertisement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some of my favorite relationships are people that spent a lot of time by themselves, uh, being real introspective and yeah. reflective. I gotta say, there's a bunch of bitches out there that act like being single is a disease, and it is not. It's not. And fuck. Shit rules. It's <laughs> amazing. But, like, okay. You get to play I'll video even... games. <laughs> I'll even say this for Eat people. Eat McDonald's all the time. <laughs> Just imagine Jack's life in a relationship is McDonald's <laughs> and video game list. <laughs> But I would say this even after, like, there's one thing I've learned from, like, being in a long-term relationship. Had I spent more time by myself throughout that relationship, it may have turned out differently. Because I feel Mm, like... That's deep. I feel like I spent a lot of time, like, worrying about an us instead of worrying about a me. Yeah. And I feel like you can't be a good person in a relationship if you're always worrying about an us. Yeah. You're two individual people creating a life together. It's not like... You have to worry about what you are contributing and what you are about to put into those things to be a, a functioning unit. So I think alone time, if you can afford to take it, motherfucking take it. I mean, bathroom time is kind of alone time. It is. And I actually have a coworker who sits in the bathroom for 10 minutes and I don't know what the fuck she's doing, <coughs> praying or crying and shit. And then every praying time. Praying or crying <laughs> or shit. Wow, well, yeah. Or all three. All three. Right. But like. I actually really appreciate it because she's like a real, she's very interesting. She's, <laughs> she's very introverted. Yeah. And I think it's, I, I work in the restaurant industry. So like, I'm sure it's very exhausting for you to be around people all the time. Yeah. Like that's just, <laughs> it has to be taxing as fuck. I have to say you have, you have to not uh, be on your phone during your alone time. I, f- I feel like that's something that we yes. yeah. probably really uh, just automatically do. That doesn't count. No. Does not count. It's like the whole like being um, like practicing meditation and mindfulness. I'm so bad at that. Oh, well, that's why you have to practice it because you get better when you practice. I don't even want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay it's just really hard i have like no motivation to do it i'll try then i'm like i could just like sleep (laughs) but sometimes sleep is alone time yeah that's good sleeping is not like that's nothing to be scoffed in sleep is so fucking important all right bye guys (laughs) (laughs) go to sleep the rest of the show will be page sleeping awesome that was great that was a really good affirmation. Thank you, guys. We've come a long way since the smoothie conversation. Um, you know what? This show is about 
progress. It's also a fucking marathon, not a goddamn sprint. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, Jack. I love you. Love you. <laughs> Do you want a shot of tequila, babe? What? No. What? No, that is the <laughs> wrong no. answer. Yeah, I almost, that made me sick. That is the wrong answer, Jack. Oh, man. The you answer know? is yes. I would love one. Thank you. That is so kind of you to Do you offer. know who I'm doesn't? Give, you guys find a Dottie. Do you Aww. know what kind of people don't drink shots at 11, 16 a.m.? Racist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, Jack. Oh. Are you racist? Are you racist, Jack? <laughs> Hate Mexicans and all the <laughs> alcoholic beverages that come from Mexico. That is actually like my favorite <laughs> joke right now. I think you said that another time, and I, I just, it's I, just that's kind of like I... you have to do it because if you don't, you're racist. <laughs> Uh, Hold on, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'll be back in 20 minutes. Actually, we do have to take a break because I have to go pick up our alcohol from the bar. Oh my God. And then we're gonna talk about racist. And then we're talking about racist. Oh my God. Okay? No. Love you, bye. Why? Why are we doing this? Because we have to, Jack. This All is right. GTFO. Okay, we'll be back. Here we go. <laughs> Yay. On full service radio. On the radio. <laughs> on the radio. With Dottie. <clears throat> we Dottie. Actually, we didn't cheer Dottie. <sighs> we read her horoscope. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Dottie is a 10-year-old. Yeah. She's 10 years old. She's a 10-year-old Maltese, and she's perfect. Um, she's just freshly groomed yeah, oh wow. my god she looks magnificent she so really soft. does she's very soft all white just like a hood i um, think she's a lot happier yeah i can i felt really bad because i could tell her like ear hair was long it's something that like happens when 
pretty much anything gets older. Like old people have long ass ear hair. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing with dogs. Um, I kept trying to trim it, and she she would get like really upset with me. So I just paid someone else to do. <laughs> yeah, that's the end. She looked really fresh, and like she looked like somebody brushed her and. Coat's looking all shiny. Yeah. She's wearing so uh, little blue wings today because she's an angel baby. I go, who you my angel? Do you? <laughs> my therapy dog. She's the best. Speaking of therapy, <sighs> Mr. Burger King. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you guys, uh, please, check out our archives. Mr. Burger King is being confirmed He's in congressional hearings to be confirmed to be a Supreme Court justice um, for the United States of America. Uh, Mr. Burger King is... uh, These are the confirmation hearings, and there is... The confirmation was delayed, and now it's um, additional hearings? Yeah. Yeah. So, Mr. Burger King, uh, first of all, Dr. Christine... Blasey Ford came forward and said that in high school, uh, Mr. Burger King attempted to rape her with his friend, Mark Judge, who sounds like a full trash person. You know, last week when you were talking about him, I didn't realize, I was like, wait, Judge, what? And then I sort of read more about him, and he don't really have a job. No. He's not really shit, which is not surprising. Yeah. He's not. He doesn't seem like a credible. They're testifying right now, huh? Yeah, he mm. ain't yeah. Shit. So they're they're it's testifying live. right now. Um, a second and third woman have come forward as well. Yep, two more women <clears throat> have come forward. I think one of them is going to give like an f- official statement on. Oh, it is Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> like, what day is it? Um, yeah, this has been really hard for me to follow the past. Like, I guess this whole week. Just because, I mean, we were talking about it last week and we were like, there's definitely more women because men who do shit like this don't just do it once. And lo and behold, more women are now coming forward. I wouldn't be surprised if even more came forward. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess he like gets drunk and doesn't remember doing these things or something. Allegedly. Allegedly. Or they were just so... I don't know, just whatever to him. I don't even know the word, just mundane. Well, he thought it was like... Blase, whatever, just normal. It's kind of like with Trump, how Trump just thought that he could like just grab women by their pussies and just because they didn't say anything meant it was okay. Like it was his right to do so. I I read this thing, or there's a bishop, somebody who tweeted the other day um, at a woman who said that a TSA officer asked her for her phone number and she said women are always living on the fence. And then the bishop responds that, um, you know, he's like, I'm not, I'm against rapists and, you know, assault, sexual assault of all kind. But, like, I think a man should be able to ask a woman for her phone number and all this other shit. And I just wrote to him, like, I guess you forgot about that woman who was killed last year for not giving a man her phone number. Yeah. And the whole point is, is that women don't always have to say, like, we, even if we do say no, it's still dangerous for us. Yeah. We're in constant danger and constantly vigilant against the advances of men and whatever the fuck they want to do. Well, because it's kind of like when you <clears throat> are denying someone something that they asked and then you're not really sure how they're going to respond. Like, yeah. they could just... They could be cool about it. They could, or they. But could. they could also start fucking like 
getting mad at you and then you have to just sort of sit there and like have someone yell at you for some shit you didn't even do thank you thank you so much thank you uh, sorry uh, oh c- cool thank you thank you you're the best girl <laughs> We just had God walk in. (laughs) God walked in and she gave us champagne and tequila. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Um, Yeah, you're right. I mean, I always get nervous, you know, because you're kind of like, I don't like for one, you don't want to you hate. I hate upsetting people. Like, I don't want to fucking upset anyone. But then it's kind of like, why am I even worried about that? I shouldn't be worried about that. I gotta say that's one of been been one of the weirder unlearnings of like my yes. womanhood. Like uh, so much to unlearn. It's uh, I remember the first time <laughs> I yelled at a man. It's like, why the fuck are you talking to me? And like my one of my girlfriends, who's actually no longer my friend. Yeah, bye, bitch. Bye, bitch. She's like, why are you so mean to him? I'm like, because I don't want to fucking talk to him. Yeah, I don't understand why I'm entertaining this shit right now. Yeah, and I was just so incensed by it. And then I, I felt guilty because I expected my friend, a woman who also felt those things, I expected her to support me. And she, she didn't. She, she was did. just like, oh, you're not being nice. I mean, fuck nice. He's not being nice by being in my space right now. Yeah, it's really sad that she thought that you had to be nice, too. I mean, that's like another result of like our normalization of this kind of like harassment. Yeah. Be it verbal harassment. It's still fucking annoying. You you don't owe anybody any of your time ever. No, um, and yeah, that that sucks. Um, so yeah, Chris, Chris, what's her name? Christine, 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 Christine Ford, Ford, Professor Ford is uh, currently testifying in front of the Senate about the allegations she um, made. She originally gave him to the Democratic senator from California remember Mm -hmm. um and she didn't do shit about it and then she uh was interviewed by the washington post because you know to give like an official account because shit wasn't done when it should have been done and then now she's doing this during the confirmation hearing by the way which is like it's kind of like too late yeah this should have been this should have been brought up before and i guess the fbi is refusing to do an investigation on this any further yes this is so disappointing. I mean, I know I've been sexually assaulted and I know that most women that I know have been and it's very brave of her to put herself on a public platform to it's like discuss terrifying. that and like to actually sit there in front of the face of the person that she actually took the time to try to heal and like move on with her life and be successful. Well, she is very successful. Like, yeah, a lot of women don't get that opportunity and I think it's really brave for her to stand up and say something um, not only to America, but to just men in general. Like, this is not okay. This is not this yeah. patriarchal patriarchal ideal that, like, boys will be boys and women should, you know, act a certain way. Some sort of, like, shitty respectable, respectability politics. Yeah. Like, she's standing up to all of that, and I, I commend her. I do not wish that any woman had to do this, but God damn it. I have to say, I've definitely, like, been to court before and had to testify against someone for something similar and having to do that in front like on television would have been fucking terrifying i like i probably would have killed myself before i had to do that you know like just the pressure and the stress the anxiety like everything like 
I don't even know like what kind of emotions. Yeah. It'd be so intense. So Cuz you have to bring back all those <laughs> memories and recall them and and it, I'm annoyed with all the people who are like, I just don't fucking believe her. Like, she's just, she's just doing this. You know, the liberals are blah, blah, blah. No, motherfucker. This, you know what's let in- me bring my trauma back up. You know what's infuriating is seeing uh, Fox News headlines and how they are talking about it. Because they, they'll, like, talk about it in a way where it's um, baseless allegations. You know, they have to, like, preface it with, um, by, like, demeaning her testimonies. <sighs> and discrediting her. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to move away from this for a little bit because I feel like there's, there's plenty of places it can go. And I think that we've definitely hit the point that it's, it's so unfair to women to keep having to, well, we're going to hit it again. Cause we're going to talk about, of course, Bill Cosby. Um, <laughs> but I think, um, one of the interesting things about us being here in Washington, DC is that we're always a stone's throw away from somebody who knows somebody who's in the news. And I actually chatted with somebody last night who went, to the same high school as uh, Kavanaugh. Really? Yeah. Uh, And he basically said, he's like, I believe everything that happened. Uh, He said this dude was a scumbag. And I guess, like, uh, Kavanaugh was in this this little club called the 100 Kegs Club. And they were always known for getting girls really fucked up at parties. So there were two little crews. One of them was the 100 Kegs Club, and the other one was, they were called the dogs drinking over girls. (laughs) So it was a bunch of dorks that just, like, Got drunk and hang out by themselves. Oh my um, God. It's oh, like, not like I thought. Even physically, yeah. that's what I girls. thought too. And I was like, that's not better. But they <laughs> they just mean we prefer to drink we, than hang out with girls. Yes. <laughs> what? Wow. I like how we were all like, oh, I know, that's right? So morbid. I was like, I saw. I was like, that's not better. And he was like, no, 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 no. Drinking like I prefer. You know, I was like, okay, uh, right. get it. So yes. Okay. So, like, I, uh, we're, we're talking about this, and he was like, yeah, they would just, like, do fucked up shit, have these weird parties, bring all these girls in. He was like, I just like to fucking hang out by myself, drink with my boys. And I'm like, okay, I get that. But, yeah, the, it was just, like, apparently just all these, like, privileged white kids. He actually said it was, like, being in a weird John Hughes movie where all the rich kids are doing fucked up shit and all the, like, the degenerate kids are just by themselves. Just, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can I play a clip from the... Because she's so badass, I want to play an answer she had when they were, you know, questioning her on on how she can be certain that it was him. Okay. How are you so sure that it was he? Uh, The same way that I'm sure that I'm talking to you right now. It's just basic memory functions. um, And uh, also just the level of norepinephrine and epinephrine in the brain that sort of, as you know, encodes that neurotransmitter encodes memories into the hippocampus and so the trauma-related experience then is kind of locked there whereas other details kind of drift. So what you're telling us <laughs> like, is... Okay. She's all like, first of all, fuck you and okay. science and then fuck you again. <laughs> science, bitch! <laughs> I'm just about to write the textbook on how. How about that? <laughs> Damn. That's so dope. That is super bad. It was pretty, in, it was really, I was, was like dumbfounded by the fact that people were like, um, yeah, how can you even be sure that it was him? Like, how could you not be sure? Because something like that, you, you know. You never forget that face. You don't forget. I'm like, that's stupid. Uh, I'm really or annoyed that a woman asked her that question. Yeah. That's so stupid. Was that the, was, was she a Republican? Was she, Jack? Which, who? The, the person who asked the oh, question. 
Uh, I'm guessing. It's, yeah, we don't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's that's so doo doo. So should we talk about doo doo Cosby? Yeah, we should talk about doo doo Cosby real Cosby. quick. <laughs> doo doo Cosby was. <laughs> he was finally convicted and sentenced to five to ten years. Three to ten. Three to ten. Such a long time. He's probably gonna die soon. He is. Um, I gotta say, uh, his mugshot is the most depressing thing I've seen <laughs> in a long time. It was very conflicting for me to like look at because, yeah, I've definitely dismissed Cosme um, from the Cosby Show, and like, you know, even the as this was coming out, I started looking at his comedy, and I didn't like how he talked about black people. Like, the, I was like, well, how the fuck did this like happen? Like, just fucking shucking and jiving for white people, and pretending like it was like black humor but also bringing up black like actors and shit i don't know i had a lot of like conflicted feelings about bill cosby but like this like picture of him he's like he's blind in one eye he's just a very like downtrodden old man and he he still just looks like mad at the people who who like spoke out about him yeah you know like there's like this very like obvious like feeling that he's just like he doesn't look remorseful. He just looks pissed. He's like mad that he's he just got like, you caught. Guys, he's like mad he got caught. He doesn't. I don't know. It's like this Scooby Doo dilemma <laughs> where the bad guy gets caught and he's <laughs> they like, take the mask off. He's like, if it weren't for you meddling kids, then it's like, no, you actually did something bad. It's not the kids' fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He does look exactly like that. Don't be Scooby Dude. <laughs> his uh, his lawyer says some crazy shit. Um, basically saying that this is a witch hunt on rich men and also the crazy shit. Oh, well, yeah. That's Same thing it. about like having on like, bruh, quit it. Don't be that guy. Um, I, mean, I don't know if there have been any responses from the women. I don't because know. Because that was only for, that was like for one woman. <laughs> Not all of the other 56, so. Yeah, that's the thing. That's why it's kind of like, <sighs> but I mean, like, you know, it happened. Uh, how many years has it taken to get to this point? A while. It's taken a while because this this what came out twenty fifteen. Yeah, I mean they were doing everything they could to delay the um, final sentencing. Yeah, they were trying to get like they were trying to say the judge was uh, not impartial and they needed a new judge, which would have like delayed the process, but but it didn't work. Hmm. I know all these tricks you can use. In our judicial system, it's crazy. It's not fault at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so do we think that we'll ever see a trial for Weinstein or Yellen or um, I mean, no, any of the, the white men that are doing the thing? Whatever was that, um, the sexual assault that was brought against the, what's her name? The Italian lady who was the initial Weinstein accuser. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was like pretty damning for her. Not like... I don't know. Are you talking about the woman who also was accused of sexual assault? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which doesn't like, obviously doesn't negate what he did and how terrible that was. And the fact that he's done it to like multiple women and multiple women have come forward. It's just going to take a really fucking long time because I mean, he has money resources and he's white. (laughs) True. (laughs) I I wonder when we'll have a society where like 
sex isn't so like I guess seem like a commodity because it feels like people believe that like sex is power and it is but it's a power that people desire just from anybody who's in power and like I wonder if that's like a factor of why people don't believe like uh, women when they come forward in these situations like do you know what I mean this is just like kind of I'm just spitballing here yeah a little champagne in my body If if this does not translate well to uh, the radio podcast later, then I will blame it on alcohol. But otherwise, I think I'm I'm on the right track here. I feel like, um, I feel like there's something about like what sex means to people, which is contributing to why people don't believe women when they come forward about um, these men sexually assaulting them. Well, if you're gonna go that route, I think what <clears throat> you would want to what the argument would be is that uh, these particular men don't value women women's like individuality in terms of like their ability to make their own decisions on sex and it like go it like furthers the idea of like women being objectified and it's like their sex is like just something that doesn't belong to them like i think that's true though yeah well that's what i'm that's what i'm saying that's yeah. like where that argument would go hmm. i think it's more as it as far as it being a commodity i don't I wouldn't say that. I think it's just that they it's like a lack of respect for women and not seeing them as being able to like commodify the sex in on their own terms. But this doesn't just happen to women. There have been plenty of men that come out and first of all, the fucking whole Catholic Church. There's just a ton of But that's like that's older men taking advantage of like little kids. Which is why I think it's something about the power of like, you know, overpowering somebody that I think is more attractive to people than the actual, so like, you're the, uh, saying the, that the objectification of the person. Well, if you're going to get into like the ego of what it takes for someone to be that kind of person, then yeah, they're really fucked up. They like have like these weird, uh, like insecurities of themselves that they then like in order to make themselves feel better, just like the case of most abusers, mm-hmm. they end up compensating for it by making someone else feel how they really feel it's like some very shitty projections yes no which are violent projections yeah Yeah. that's like usually you know it's kind of like little kid gets abused by father that kid grows up and abuses their kids like you know the cycle like continues i mean that's a really basic um uh i guess example that's not that does not everyone who gets abused as a child ends up being an abuser true but that's like kind of how I'd like to actually flesh out these thoughts and then come back to it because let's be honest, it's going to come up again. Oh my God, just think about serial killers and their, the idea that they were all like demasculated by their mothers. What? <laughs> yeah, they were like demasculated by their mothers. Um, their mothers like, I don't know, made them feel like shit and then they ended up like hurting women because of the way that their mothers treated them they were like getting back at their mom in some weird way all i know about most serial killers is that most of them are former police officers i thought you were gonna say white well that's a fact yeah that too (laughs) that too i think we should take a smidge of a break update from fox news yeah and chris wallace this is a disaster for Republicans. Her testimony is extremely emotional, extremely raw, and extremely credible. You cannot watch this and have your heart not go out to her. I don't think I can watch it. I'm not going to. I can't. No. I just thank you. 
Thank you, Dr. Ford. Yeah. Bye, Burger King. by me a million years ago. Welcome back to GTFO Radio. Uh, my name is Allison Lane. I am Paige Plissner. That song was dope. I was really into that. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, I liked it. It's very sexy. Yeah. Uh, is there some theaters in the artists? Yeah. Sure. Oh, cool. All right. <laughs> I did not have sexual relations with that woman. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. I did not have Oh my gosh, so I guess this time is uh, Mentiras y Mierdas. What if I just play this the whole time? It would be like the first time. I would. And we could just go, just ignore it. Oh yeah, when there's a fire alarm going off. That's how Mentiras y Mierdas got started. Remember? Yeah, that's true. Um, Wow, memories. 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 Uh, Mentiras y is the section of the show where we uh, discuss the lies and shit beneath a topic. This week's topic is the Twitter controversy started by Chubby Swag about um, the uh, international, well, is it National African American History Museum here in Washington, D.C.? So this this was very interesting. So the initial tweet was... I was trying to find it. Burp. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I ate uh, stuff that I don't normally eat. Um, but, you know, this man tweets a lot. He tweets a lot. He's been tweeting a lot this weekend. Uh, so I'm like having trouble. Have it in a... I didn't save it. Well, I have it on a screenshot. There you go. That's good. I think. Chubby Swag is a DJ here in Washington, D.C. and just all around man about town. Um, He made some national attention because he found out that the hip hop curator at the National National African American History Museum is a white woman. And what the tweet says, at least to me, is just like, I didn't, why is there a white woman? curating this and not a person of color is that what it says something um, to fact? well i don't even know if he questioned her credibility but like i think he just like he said that like see that's the thing that's why i like really want to find it and i'm having trouble finding it um because i think the way that we each initially read it was probably different which is why we should talk about it absolutely also why i think that um social media in general there's like the inherent problem uh where how like our own biases and how we like read something from someone 
you know, because like we do tend to project ourselves just mm-hmm. just it's just like natural. Um, Damn. How many days ago with us? I'm like four days in now. No, I know. That's what I mean. I was like, I went through so many tweets and then it said 24 hours ago. <laughs> oh, okay. It is all caps. There is a white woman curating the hip hop part of the um, National Museum of American, African American History, Smithsonian. Question mark, exclamation mark, question mark, exclamation mark, etc. Um, who let this shit happen? Exclamation mark, question mark, exclamation mark, question mark. Okay. So, how did you interpret that? I mean, I don't know. Just seemed like I didn't really interpret it as as like he wasn't um, necessarily disqualifying the woman's uh, credentials. I think just the fact that by saying that you are like there's no way that a white woman could ever have like could ever like be a part of something like that you know does that make sense what i'm confused okay so it's just so to me it's like just the fact that she's white is a disqualification and that no one that's white should ever should be like a part of that does that is that, is that what sense? you feel or what he feels? That's what I like reading this. That's how that's what it like makes me think that that's how he feels. OK, here's how I interpreted it. Are there not any black people that could have done this job? I mean, I and that has nothing to do with that's her. That's not an interpretation of the tweet, though. That's that's how I interpreted it. The tweet. Yeah. Hmm. You so, so I'm just speaking in black code. I just figured that nobody figured. <laughs> <laughs> and that's actually a real thing. Like, I just felt like, I was like, damn, could no black people do that job? And it had, it had nothing to do with her. It had mostly to do with, like, the Smithsonian yeah. Society not being able to find a black person to do these jobs. Like, we, they spent so much time finding all these other black people to do all these other jobs. But the, the one that I think that resonates with the youngest demographic would be the hip hop. Yeah, exactly. It, could they not have found a person of color to uh, sort of inspire people to look at hip-hop as more as less of a creative avenue and more of like an academic avenue like do you know that do you remember that episode of dave Chappelle where he had that professor on like black jeopardy and the professor was this white guy who had like been studying hip-hop forever i don't i feel like white people have always been able to see like these sort of creative endeavors as something academic and sort of like historical like you right. know, paths, but like, but that's like an inherent problem within like just art curation in general is that it is, it is like a mostly white space. Mm-hmm. And this is an op, this like would have been a perfect opportunity to had not be that kind of, you know, not like perpetuating that problem. Um, but I, I don't know, like, I, I was like reading articles about it and no one was like this person would have been way better be you know than like what's her name Timothy mm-hmm. like I don't really like I don't know who's who as far as like academic hip hop circles go like yeah. so I 
I'm like, I don't know. Like, maybe there was, maybe there wasn't. I don't fucking know. I don't know who Timothy is. I don't know. I mean, I don't think that she's done a bad job. I don't think that. I think it's it's kind of a moot point. Is that would anybody have done it better or even like, like differently? Qual- it's definitely like objective at this point. It's yeah. like, would you have done it differently? Like maybe. But I think that that's like the same thing as like when Obama was president. Obama was whatever president, honestly. But like what he did for the image of for for black people and people of color was immeasurable. Like you don't know who you could have touched by giving somebody of color that. And I'm not saying you said Obama saying, like, was a whatever president. I mean, <laughs> but like you can't. But you're just so you're like saying that like just because he's black, that was like a great thing. Like he should have been president, girl. Like, yes, absolutely. And yes, I mean, okay, I'm I'm bullshitting. He's an amazing president, and we fucking miss him. Please come back. Um, and even though that's on the internet forever, and maybe somebody will stop listening after that. Obama's great, um, but I feel like we definitely. I I just feel like they missed an opportunity to inspire somebody to, to see something greater in themselves. There's just something that we lack. We lack a lot of representation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the art world is, and the museum world is like, definitely lacks diversity. You know, the only museum I know, well, there's a few, but the only museum I know that is black run in this area is the great blacks and wax museum in Baltimore. I can't think of another museum that is mostly black run. And that's not even like a national like museum, and it's scary as shit. No, that you I walk went, into a slave ship when you walk in there. No, I know. I went there when I was little, and I had nightmares. <laughs> oh my god! I was like way too young to be in there. I think I was like in third grade. And then they have the lynching <laughs> part in the basement. No, it's girl, terrifying. it's terrifying, and they're all in wax. I still have like I because in my brain, I the way that I think about it. Like, if I were to go now, I probably wouldn't be, like, so terrified. Girl, you would. It's scary I was, like, in my head. Yeah, in my head, I'm like, this is hell. Because that's, I mean, that's what it was. It was hell. Like, in real life, it was hell. Mm -hmm. And then, like, their depiction of it is what, you know, that's, yeah, the fucking sucked. There's no, like, candy coating that situation. But, sorry. It just still terrifies me thinking about it. It's a scary place. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so I don't, I, I mean, I think we do agree this was a lost opportunity, but I also, like, don't. For who? For the African American History Museum or for conversations? Because, I mean, a lot of conversation came out of this, which I think is fantastic. Yeah. <sighs> There's a really good um, thread by uh, Jamila Lemieux, I guess. Yes, yeah, she's fantastic. And she starts off with, I don't agree with the man in the suit vest. Yes, which is great. Um, but <laughs> she also really adores Timothy and, and says a lot of really nice things about her. It's, it's a really well thought out and measured response to this. It is a great conversation that's happening. But yeah. If I'm Timothy, I'm resigning uh, respectfully. And I, I think that would be a really good statement. But I don't know. I, I've said that I felt like Timothy should have taken the opportunity to be like a you know, lift somebody up right, right behind her because yeah. she's known for being an excellent curator. Yeah. So it's like to mentor somebody who is, or even like promote somebody who is like at her level or, and I think that there's a Tim or what's her name? Jamila. Uh-huh. She said in her, uh, in her thread that people think that Timothy is a lot higher up than what she is at the, uh, yeah. at the African American history. She's, she's a curator. She's not like, she's not an executive. She's not somebody yeah. who's doing, 
she she doesn't have as much power as a lot of people think that she is. But yeah. uh, you know, just the image. I, I don't know. Just the awareness that she is doing the hip hop museum or the hip hop portion is was drawing for a lot of people. But I think that if Timothy took this as an opportunity to be like, I'm going to mentor X, Y, and Z, and they're my like co-curator or something. I don't know. Like the museum's already there, so I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, I don't know. I think I don't know. I think this is one of those things that the, you don't. There's not really an answer. It's just a great conversation. It is have. a great conversation. Yeah. I. I. As another thing that I thought was great that came out of this. Um, there was a young woman, and she said, "I've been looking to get into history, like history preservation, and you know, museum work. Where can I find these jobs?" And like, there's been a large thread of Black people, you know, reaching out to mentor each other and you know sharing job opportunities and internships to people who are in like the HBCU communities and um, you know recent like history like history grads or I don't know a lot of black people that are going into history which is really unfortunate because we always complain about you know white people being the gatekeepers to our history and like it's weird I don't know a lot of people that go into history in general it's a weird thing to say well yeah and that's like the jo- there aren't like that many jobs well, you also think about, like, people think about going to college as, like, how do you make money afterwards? Ain't no money in history. No, the only, <laughs> usually, they say that if you go into history, you're going to end up being a history professor. Yeah. That's, like, the only thing you can really That's do. it. Yeah. So, I'd say a lot of great conversations came out of it. That's good. No, that is really good. I thought it was, I mean, are we going to talk about Marcus Dowling? Marcus Dowling, who uh, everyone was coming for him. So the other side, the flip side of the story is people saying, well, a white woman is the only person that could do this. Which isn't Um, true. Like, you you couldn't. I don't don't know who said that. The only person that said that was Marcus K. Dowling in the history of (laughs) Now we will preface this. We, everybody here in the studio knows Marcus K. Dowling Still personally. love you, Marcus. What's good? We love you, Marcus K. Dowling, as a person, but what the holy fuck were you talking about, my friend? So his argument basically was that um, the reason why that a, a white woman should be curating this space is because the majority of the people that go to the Smithsonian overall, those stats he used were like, the entire Smithsonian, which is a lot of museums, um, most of them are white. So a white person would it be better equipped to portray, to like serve as like a bridge between, as like an interpreter of hip hop, of like hip hop to like white people. I, one of the things that he <laughs> he struck me was crazy when he said that um, the Smithsonian, uh, even though it is a an educational tool. It is ultimately business. And he said that if this were the Smithsonian FUBU Museum, then perhaps somebody else. Which is like, <laughs> like I think that's kind of racist to just say like, you know, this idea of like, uh, of like hip hop culture, like a like brand, which is like a commodity, which is like, I don't, I don't know what the word I'm trying to look for, but it's, you know, like kind of like bastardizing uh, like the like all of like hip hop by I thought boiling it, was, it down to just like, well, you could represent FUBU. <laughs> like, I thought it was pretty self hating and and self limiting. Like yeah, if you want to promote black people and black culture, which our friend does quite often, then you have to accept that sky's the limit, and you you can't really put 
you can't put you know boundaries on on what people could have done in that situation and especially to say you know you could have done this but a white woman obviously was going to do this better are you are you kidding me bubby yeah i think i I get what he's saying i just don't i think that he needs to it should have been like you should give other people more credit i get what he's saying and what he was saying was wrong you just shouldn't have said that yeah no no i was i (laughs) i was i don't know as i was reading it i was like why did you say that man (laughs) you didn't need to say that um so i don't know congratulations on your new twitter fame that sucks no, he loves it. He's loving it. He's having a good time. Yeah. We love you, Marcus. We do. It's okay. <laughs> I'm sure we'll talk about this in person one day. Absolutely. Mm. All right, guys. I think that that is plenty for today. I feel full. I feel full. I have a bit of a champagne buzz, and I feel like we have done the most with the most. Yeah. So Look at Dottie. She is just sitting here looking comfortable right here in my lap. I know. She's so she's happy. Perfect. She's beautiful. She, she's so beautiful. All right, guys. I want to thank you so much for listening here to GTFO Radio. My name is still Allison Lane. And I am Paige Plissner. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at GTFO underscore radio. We're live every Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern at fullserviceradio.org. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Search GTFO Radio. Or you can download our episodes from gtforadio.fullserviceradio.org. Thanks, bitch. Bye. Bye. Bye.